So this morning, we're talking about how to engage with God. Part of our prayer series that we've been walking through here at Graceland for the last few weeks, and we're going to continue that series. If you have your phone and you've already downloaded the Graceland app, it's great. Go to that because there's some great information on there. If you haven't downloaded it yet, you can do that because as you download the app, you go to Graceland Baptist, download the app, and at the bottom of the page, it's going to tell you that you're going to go to Sundays. And so actually, it's going to say Graceland at the bottom. So you're going to push Graceland, and then you're going to go to Sundays at Graceland. And then what's going to pull up are several things you want to look at, especially the group curriculum that we've been dealing with called Engage with God. Part of what we're talking about today is how we begin to access and come before God with our needs, with our struggles. There's so much going on around us. There's so many needs and struggles during these days. We're praying for people. And what a great time for us to be considering prayer and how prayer is important and how we are engaging God in this. So what I want to ask you to do as we get started, maybe you've got your family with you or some friends around you or, or even by yourself, as we're thinking through some of the topics today as we walk through this message, some things you need to be thinking about and you can even talk about uh, in your family group right there with you. One is that whole idea of when did prayer become important to you? What, what point did you start praying? Were you engaging God? Maybe you were a teenager, you became a follower of Christ, and someone taught you to pray. Maybe you were adult and you became a follower of Christ, and for a while you didn't pray, but somewhere along the way you began to learn and, and, and were taught about what I'm doing and how I'm going to pray and how I'm accessing the Father. Uh, so whatever that looks like. So take a minute, and in the group there you can just kind of share that or a little bit later be able to think about when did I begin my journey of prayer. A part of our journey of prayer is also as we finish our prayers, it's very normal for us to be able to pray, ask God to do something, ask the Father to do something, give thanks, give praise, and then we end our prayer most of the time in Jesus' name. And that's really what I want to focus on today, just what the Bible teaches us about praying in Jesus' name and bringing his name and confessing his name before the Father as we bring our prayer needs to him. If you have your Bible with you, I would hope that you do in your family bring out that Bible and turn to Acts chapter 4. We're going to be looking for a few minutes at just a story that uh, the writer of Acts tells us about how we can think about the name of Jesus as we are praying. And it's important for us during these days to be accessing the Father, being able to engage in God. And as we think about that from engaging God with prayer, engaging God what that prayer means, uh, we do that as we access the Father through the name of Jesus. That's why in our prayers, when we finish, most of the time we will say, in Jesus' name. I want to walk through that a little bit from this Acts chapter 4 and get a view of what that might mean to us. In the beginning of cha Acts chapter 4, it tells the story actually of Peter and John. And Peter and John have been walking to the temple, and there's a man there who needs to be healed. He, he's having physical problems, right? And so Peter is able to give to him healing. He brings healing to this man's life. This man who has been lame is up walking around, and the religious leaders begin to say, what is going on here? We don't need a guy walking around who was crippled, being able to celebrate, be joyful, and be able to begin talking about that because this guy, Peter, and John, who were followers of Jesus, have now brought healing into his life, and they say that's in the name of Jesus. So the religious leaders didn't like what was happening. Matter of fact, if we read on in this passage, Peter and John end up in jail overnight, 
And then the next morning, they're brought before the religious leaders, um, in a sense, the lawyers, those who are going to hear about what's happening and what's being said and what they're doing uh, to talk to them about what they have done to heal this man in the name of Jesus. And so they really want to know by what power they have done this. And that really is our focus for this morning. How do we come before God with the power that we need in our lives, even now, in crisis, with things going on around us that we don't understand, with things changing rapidly, with people that we're praying for locally, nationally, around the globe, who are not only getting a virus, but are dying from the virus. So how do we access the power of God through the name of Christ? Peter begins to tell them that. It says in verse 8, so if you have your Bible, you can look at Acts chapter 4, and you can read all 12 verses. But in Acts chapter 4, verse 8, he says, Peter filled with the Holy Spirit. That is very important in this passage. Uh, Peter's understanding of who the Holy Spirit is and was in his life at the time is vital to us. So it gives us just a beginning foundation to begin thinking about our own lives. When we're coming to God, when we're engaging God in prayer, how we are doing that, being filled with the Holy Spirit, because that's where Peter starts. That's where he says, it tells us that he was filled with the Holy Spirit. And then he says to these, to these rulers and elders of the people, if you're being called, if we, which says Peter and John, if we are being called to account today for an act of kindness toward a crippled and ask how he was healed, then know this, you and all the people of Israel. It is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead. Now, those are key words for us, because when we began to think about this idea of the name of Jesus, and when we come before the Father, when we begin to engage God in prayer, one of the things that's so vital to us, the reason that we are praying in the name of Jesus, right? Lord, we ask these things in Jesus' name, is because one of the first things we understand is the confidence that we can have in what we're bringing before the Father because we're bringing that before the Father in the powerful name of Jesus. So it gives us an understanding of the confidence that we have, the confidence that we are going to be able to say, this is our trust, this is our belief, that he is reliable to do what we're asking him to do. Now, that's a real key to the word confidence in that. It's the very fact that we are saying that he is the one that we are trusting. He is the one that we are believing in. He is the one who is reliable to do what we're asking. So in our prayer life, whether you're praying for the virus around us or your friends who are going through something or your marriage or struggles that you're having financially, whatever those things might be, and you're bringing him before God, and you're engaging God with that. Using this passage of Scripture, using the Bible, we would say that a part of our lives is becoming before the Father with great confidence that he is reliable to do what we're asking him to do. And all we need that. We need that so much. We need to know that we can come before a heavenly father of great compassion, of great love, who cares so much for us, who has given Christ for us in our lives. And he, is, he has done that so that we might come before him through the name of Christ, in the power of the Holy Spirit, with a great confidence that he is reliable to do that. Now, another part of that is also not just the word confidence, but the word courage. 
So when I'm coming to God the Father, I'm not only coming with a, a belief in the sense of, oh, I have confidence in God. I believe that God's going to do this or God's going to work in this way and, and God's going to do a great thing. I'm not just coming with confidence, but I'm coming with a, an amazing courage before God. Because courage is not just the fact that he is reliable. Courage is now what I have inside that. I am able to step into this without fear. I'm able to step into this by being brave in what's going on. I'm able, I'm able to step into this knowing that I can rely on God, but I do it with a courage. A good story that illustrates the point is, would be the story of David and Goliath from the Old Testament. David goes into the camp where his brothers are and the Israelites and Goliath is over on the hill, right? And David says, why aren't we going out to fight? Well, David showed great confidence that he believed that God was reliable to do it. But the second step for David was when he showed great courage and said, I'm willing to step out and face Goliath. And that really is so important for us. When we come before God, we come before God with the confidence that he is reliable, but we come before God with the understanding of our our need for his courage in our life that drives us to action. And that action is becoming to God, coming before him, asking him to work, asking him to do something special. Even these days, we're asking him to bring healing, to bring hope, to bring courage for other people, to bring a relief from a virus, to give help and peace inside of lots of unknowns, right? So we do that, though, with a confidence that he is reliable to do it, and we do that with the courage that as we step into it, we step into it with less fear and being more brave inside that. So we begin to see in this passage when Peter says, hey, it's the name of Jesus, right? It's the name of Jesus that, that we have done this, and that Jesus' name gives to us a great confidence, gives to us a great courage but I think in this passage, he also helped those other followers of Christ to understand when they were stepping out, it was a God who was going to be a God of great comfort. These guys had been in prison overnight. They had already been beaten and persecuted. It was going to happen even more in the church. And they needed to be able to recognize that God the Father because of the work of the Holy Spirit's power in the name of Jesus, they would not only have the confidence in Christ or the courage, but they would have the comfort found in him, no matter what was happening. And church, I think we need that today. I think we need to understand no matter what's going on around us, it's in the powerful name of Jesus that makes the difference. That is Jesus, the one who has given us life. It's Jesus, the one where we find our needs to be met, not just local needs or physical needs for the here and now, but for eternity. Matter of fact, if you look at verse 12, which I hope you will do, there's a family. It says, salvation is found in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. That's the greatest comfort that we would have, knowing that we can have salvation in Christ. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting, eternal life. Where? In the name of Jesus. So I would encourage you this day, as you are 
seeing all the things that are happening around us, all the changes that are coming. How do we begin to call upon the name of Jesus in our prayer time? How do we engage God and when we finish our prayer, say in Jesus' name, because we know it is in his confidence, it is with his courage, knowing that he's going to bring comfort into our lives. And that's our prayer today, that you would sense his confidence, you would sense his courage, you would sense his great comfort in the powerful name of Jesus, as Peter did in this passage a long time ago, as you and I need that today. Would you just bow your head with me right now? Maybe you're with your family, maybe you're by yourself, wherever you are. But let's just take a moment. Let's just ask God to give us that confidence, that courage, that comfort. Let's pray together. Father, as we come to you right now, as we look at this passage of Scripture, as we recognize the powerful, powerful name of Jesus, we pray in his name that you would give us the confidence that we need, the courage to move forward. But in all these things around us, the comfort that comes through Christ and Christ alone. Thank you for the salvation that we find in Christ, the fact that he died on the cross, rose from the dead, that we might have the salvation in his name, no other name, but in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. In his name we pray, amen.